Today is September 21st, 2023, and today we're going to be reading Matthew 13, verses 1 to 23, and Acts 15, verses 1 to 1 to 21. <laughs> That's what it says in the schedule. Yeah, the there's book. a typo in the book. There's an extra one thrown in there. Yeah. Anyway, so, but as you're doing your summaries, make sure that for today's summaries, you're doing Matthew 13. And Acts 15, but leave space because tomorrow we're still on uh, Matthew 13 and Acts 15. Yeah, we're only reading part of them today. Right. So you got to be strategic in your space. Also, um, I bought tickets yesterday. For? For my trip to Nepal. Yep. So I have been there eight times before, and so this will be my ninth time. And uh, I'm just going to go with uh, First Love International. And... Just tour and see the uh, children at the children's home and uh, the widows that are there. And as they minister to them, the church gets a lot of credibility. So uh, we're excited about that. You can hear more about that later. But we're going to read Matthew chapter 13. We're going to talk about parables today. So Matthew chapter 13, 1 through 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose and they were scorched... But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on the good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Then, this is verse 10. Then the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered them, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that ding, says... Ding, 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 fulfilled. Fulfilled, yep. This is from Isaiah. Chapter you, 6. Yeah. You will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear. And their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. And understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. It's interesting now, he's going to explain the parable of the sower and the the seed, and these were the ones who got to see it. The disciples were very privileged people to be able to see these things. Yeah, to get an explanation. Yeah, because the crowds didn't get an explanation of this parable. It was kind of left hanging. 
So yeah, so now here comes the explanation of the parable of the sower. Verse 18, hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. What I love about the meaning, the interpretation of the soils, is that the soils are talking about the souls. Hmm. S-O-I-L-S, S-O-U-L-S. Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, so we've had one one parable so far. Tomorrow we'll have more parables in that chapter. So leave room for more parables. Yeah, there's seven parables in total. Okay, so now we come to Acts chapter 15. And uh, this is called the Jerusalem Council. And this is the Gospels at stake here. People are saying, oh, in order to be saved, you need to be circumcised. And Paul really strongly came out. And Peter came out. And James also came out to say, no, no, it's by... Grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. They had a big meeting to kind of hash it out and figure out what was right. Yep. Here we go. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And the principle here is, do you need to keep the Old Testament to be saved? Do you need to work? Or can you just believe and trust in Christ for forgiveness of sins? Some were saying you need to follow the law of Moses, and they opposed it directly. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, that means they argued a lot with them because they were wrong, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, here it is again, it is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. Okay, verse 6. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. That's Acts That's, chapter 10. Yeah, when he went to Cornelius's house. He explained it in chapter 11 to justify himself, and now it's coming up again. It's so important. Yeah, it was big news. And God, this is verse 8, And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? 
but we believe that we will be saved through the grace of Lord of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. Yeah, there is grace. We're saved by grace. And all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul <clears throat> as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, Brothers, listen to me. Simon has related how God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. This is from Amos 9. After this, I will return, and I will rebuild the tent of David that has fallen. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it, that the remnant of mankind may seek the Lord, and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who makes these things known from of old. Verse 19. Therefore, my judgment is that we should not trouble those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality and from what has been strangled and from blood. For from ancient generations, Moses has had in every city those who proclaim him, for he has read every Sabbath in the synagogues. Yep, and tomorrow we're going to hear about the response to these three speeches. Peter spoke and Barnabas and Paul spoke and then James spoke. And then they're going to figure out what they're going to do with what they spoke. So we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye.